you have you changed since Sunday? Mm-mm. I just have worn this for four days now. Well, so it's only Tuesday, so you <laughs> took it I wore, off. On... I wore it on Saturday, too. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Even though it came in on Sunday. Oh. oh. But I wore it then. I was I was ready. You know? Ripped it out of the package. Yes. I'm enjoying this shirt, but I don't want anyone to know about it. Ooh. Shh. God, do we sound... Are we kind of? I feel like we're kind of quiet. Blair, Blair, like a little, which is so weird for us. Blair. Normally, normally I'm saying the opposite. Ooh, there we go. That's Blair, a, that's a good sweet spot. Blair, mm. Mm. Blair. Well, welcome. Welcome to my podcast. Welcome to our podcast. I don't remember ever giving you any kind of ownership okay, properties. Well, I took it. So. Well, that's stealing. And I'm I own fifty-one percent of this company. At best, you owned two. Twenty. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, we'll give you more than that. Five. five. Say you're five. Say you're five. Say you've got five. I'm nearly six. No. 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 So no. you're five. <gasps> British Bake Off is on. Right now? No. As we speak? Just on Fridays. They, they came out with a new episode on Friday, and I didn't watch it yet. Wow, that's just like drag, wa- drag race. Yeah. Drag waste. Drag waste, and I still don't watch it on time. <laughs> Except this week, I did watch it twice. I watched wow. it twice. Wow. I always watch it twice. Ooh, well, this I day, or this day. This, <laughs> this time. This day. On this, this day. day in history, <laughs> this I day told right everyone her. that I watched it twice. Hello. I watched it the day I came out this this last week. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. And you were all upset about it? Because I remember on seeing you on uh, Friday. For I saw Friday. you a lot last week. I know. It was awful. <laughs> it was a lot. I was at your house, what, four times? And then saw you on Sunday. You were at my house four times? Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, yeah. Yeah, I wasn't here on Saturday. Was I here no, on Tuesday, Saturday? Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Yes. For driveway drinks. Yes. I wasn't here on Thursday. I was sick. Our new friends. <laughs> Actually, this is a different <laughs> podcast that we didn't really tell them about. Yeah, So that's fine. And probably they had no interest on that <laughs> part anyway, so. <laughs> and I'm okay with that factor. <laughs> Take that sign down, bitch. Yeah, honestly. Because all you're telling people is, you're not a good person. I'm racist. Yeah. You're not a good person. I'm going to take this shot now. Uh, I'm going to enjoy my time. Boop, 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 oh. Love that for you. Oh. I'd love that for you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Speaking of which, have you watched any of the Drag Race Resurrection or uh, the Boulay Brothers uh, Dragula Resurrection? I did yet? not watch that yet. How long is it? Two hours. Ugh. Two hours of scary stuff. I'm about an hour in right now. Okay. No, I have not watched it yet. I have to watch it when Thomas goes to bed. Because <laughs> they're scary. Because he's like scared. He's, <laughs> he's like, there's a, boom monsters there. I'm not, I don't scary, want none. Scary, a little scary. <gasps> what, where, what, what are we watching? What, what, what are we doing? I watch. I watched a movie. No, did I watch a movie? I feel like I watched a scary movie. Did I watch a scary thing? <gasps> no, I'm watching. Is it scary? I don't know. We're watching something called The Queen's Gambit right now. Me and me and uh, me and uh, Mina. Me, 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 me and uh, you and Mina. Savannah. Yeah. Oh, Savannah. Savannah I, yeah. I, I thought she meant Mina. Mina, like Carmina. Mm-hmm. Carmina Vavra. Please welcome to the stage. Make lots of noise for Carmina Vavra. I wonder if she knows how many times we bring up her name. I just her and Rudolph and Cinema um, and Annalie. Like, I wonder if they just like know that we oh, just talk I about miss them. Annalie. Yeah, all the time. I miss all those. I miss queens. all of our local local queens. Remember Dixie Wrecked? No, she sucks. I remember <laughs> Rhonda. 
<laughs> Ronda Rex. Uh, being told, Dixie Rex, please welcome to the stage, Dixie Rex. Uh, I mean, we say it for you all the time. It just doesn't mean anything, and we don't let you do anything. Yeah, that's true. Although, <laughs> you you welcome to the stage, and there's no stage. First of all, there's no stage. Uh, second of all, there's no audience. Third of all, you're not even here. I don't yep. know who was talking. It was my house. Yep. I just heard voices. Well, sometimes when you're here. It's schizophrenia, bitch. <laughs> I'm trying to make, like, traps for you to fall in. Uh-huh. Like, welcome to the stage, Dixie Rex. Fall in the hole. Fall in and the I'm hole. like, whoa, I almost fell in that hole. And you're like, fuck. <laughs> <sighs> Thomas, get the crane. Got to go down there and get those sharpened sticks. And all the else. sharks from the moat. And that's just really going to be a hassle <laughs> The <now>. blind <laughs> sharks with the laser beams. <laughs> what is this, a goldfinger? No, it's uh, Austin Powers. Yeah, goldfinger. Yes. <laughs> Precisely. <laughs> Isn't that from the Goldfinger movie? I have no or idea. Or the different one? I don't know. I don't watch them that closely. I just know it's from Austin Powers. I don't know and why the I sharks that, were blind. I don't either. But. I don't I don't get it. It, does, it doesn't, it doesn't make, make any sense, sense to me. It doesn't matter. Um, yeah. And then I just like. <laughs> I missed the hole with all of with all of that. And I just face went in the lawn because I'm like, whoo, I'm drunk. <laughs> woo. Wee. <laughs> Remember whenever we were death dropping last weekend? Yeah. That was. I want the neighbors to know that we, there are gay people We here. were vibrantly gay. I've used that twice today. Is that going to be a new term? It's a vibrantly gay. Vibrantly is a new, gay. It's the term. Yeah. It's the 2020 term for gays. I'm accepting that. I will, uh, those are my pronouns now. No, we can't joke about pronouns. That's, Vibrant that's very and gay. Serious. Vibrant and gay. That's, that's my, um, you know, like Animal Crossing? You, well, you didn't play it. Did you play Animal Crossing? Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, I, I have. I, I played a little bit of Animal Crossing, okay? I didn't play as long as you did because I found other things to do for how long? Uh, you played for a total of seven weeks? I got up to continuously. Ni- 936 hours is what I got up to. Not and as long as this podcast. You said six. Yeah, seriously. You said uh, six, seven weeks consecutively? It mm-hmm. was more like uh, seven months. It came out in March and I played all the way through... Almost August with playing every day for multiple hours a day. I mean, I like that game, but after a while, I can't play it all day. It was escapism is what it was. Yeah. And, like, I guess just, like, talking to people on that was more entertaining. I don't know. Who are you talking to? Well, you can go to other people's islands. If you pay for the Nintendo thing, you can go to other people's islands. And also just talking to my na- my my neighbors on my island, the ones that have the pre- Loaded things. <laughs> yeah, they sit behind next to a tree and they like kind of sing a song. I sit okay, there and listen. Don't make me tear up on this podcast by making me realize how pitiful my life is that I got entertainment from computerized NPCs. characters. Yes, non-player computers that say the same thing over and over again, but they have personalities though. Oh, they do. Yeah. They Stop. Do. I'm gonna. Cry. They sure do, girl. Oh my god. Um. <laughs> well, segue. Let me talk about Big Bones. Okay. Well, I just <laughs> sop up my tears. Yeah, anyways, you can't do that in here because people can see you outside, honey. Yeah. It's not a good look. Um, <laughs> Honestly. Recent polls show that Americans have reported feeling stress, worry, and anger at the highest levels in over a decade. While we, were gro- we are growing more and more aware of the effects on our- of stress on our bodies and minds, we may not have considered the effects that our stress can have on our pets. According to a 2019 study, there's a synchronization between stress hormones in humans and their dogs. If you are a dog parent, you probably know that your pup is very good at reading your body language and can quickly pick up on how you're feeling. While we're always working to make, reduce our own stress in any way we can, 
what if we what about the anxiety we may have passed on to our dogs Baked Bones has a solution. CBD has been shown to help reduce stress and anxiety in both humans and dogs, and Baked Bones has your dog covered. Made from organic, human-grade ingredients and full-spectrum hemp oil, their bones may offer some relief to your anxious pup. Check out BakedBones.com for more information uh, on CBD for dogs and other benefits it may provide. Baked Bones offers free shipping on all orders over $25, and you can save 15% now using promo code Spoopy 15. Spoopy 15. Baked Bones is an LGBTQ owned and operated and is based in Houston, Texas. Baked Bones proudly donates 10% of all profits to no-kill shelters in the U.S. Need your eight bones ASAP or want to support local small businesses? Whoa. Baked Bones are now available at Man Ready Mercantile in the Houston Heights or at Man Ready Mercantile on South Congress in Austin. Big bones. Wow. Well, I'm going to talk about another dog product that I absolutely love. You know, love. I have a dog. I would love to hear this. Well, let me tell you about it. Spencer, do you want a clean pet without all of the hassle? I would love that. Packing Fido or uh, Kennedy up uh, Mammities, Mammities. Uh, up in the car and driving him all over town is a chore that many of us pet owners rarely enjoy doing. What if instead you can have the groomer come straight to you? With Aussie Pet Mobile of River Oaks, you, you can. can. Aussie Pet Mobile has spacious, custom-designed mobile units with all the luxuries of the salon. AC, heat, electricity, and water, no hookups needed. And they never use kennel dryers or harsh chemicals during the grooming process. Their vans ensure that your groomer has the ability to take care of all your pet's needs, including hair care to paw care and everything in between. They even offer special services such as de-shedding treatments, whitening treatments, Hair styling, Dead Sea mud baths, dark color enhancing treatments, and facials. Their groomers are trained and certified and will pamper your pets with a personal 100% cage-free one-on-one experience all in the comfort of your driveway. You know what else Aussie Pet Mobile groomers are trained on? Good social distancing practices! Make your appointment and be sure to ask about our contact-free pet grooming service. Aussie Pet Mobile. Woof! We love our dogs, and we love treating our dogs. Treat your dog. Treat your dog. Treat your dog. Treat yourself was uh, this year, 2020, Treat Yourself 2020 was a bust. Uh, It was August 13th. August. October 13th. And uh, let me tell you. I love celebrating Treat Yourself Day. It is chef's kiss. You want to know what it's from? Yeah, I know it's from. It's from Parks and Rec. Rec. Just letting you know. What did you do for Treat Yourself uh, Day this year? I didn't treat myself this year. I thought she said it was a chef's kiss. No, I'm no, you said it was in a general. Bust. It was a buzz. This year oh. was a buzz. I didn't get to celebrate anything. You could have went on Amazon. Oh, I read a hilarious, uh, a hilarious white person white person tweet, tweet. that was like. <laughs> You can celebrate Drunk Santa with yourself with Ambien and Amazon Prime. Oh, yes, bitch. Also, uh, one person that's notorious for drunk shopping. That Wait, we, let me guess. I know exactly it is. You it's know, Savannah. It's Savannah. It's absolutely Savannah. Because my favorite thing is like to get her drunk, and not on purpose, but just like because. I know you do. Okay. Because I'm a little tongue-tied. I'm a little tongue-tied. Let's you get looser. Yeah, sure. Why not? Um... Yeah, she uh, uh, likes to um, get drunk and purchase things, and it's very entertaining because she just buys the absolute just like 
ridiculous, most unnecessary things. Um, let me try and think of some purchases that she bought. Oh, uh, she knew that I was getting mad at Aaron for using my chopsticks to stir his drinks, even though we have literal spoons or, you know, metal straws, since he also likes to drink out of those too, to stir the drinks, but he wouldn't use those. So she bought him like stirring spoons and she forgot that she bought them. And they came in, and she's like, I wasn't expecting a package. And she's like, oh, yeah, I bought these. So there's those. <laughs> he still doesn't use them. <laughs> he, still he still uses my chopsticks, which I have mostly hidden from him. <laughs> Are your chopsticks wooden or plastic? Uh, I have both. both. And I also have, like, ceramic ones. Which Ooh. that's He was using my ceramic ones, my nice ceramic ones, and I then ended up breaking them. And so I was blaming him for those, and I broke them. Like, I broke one of my wine glasses, my Olivia Pope wine glasses. How sad are you? Um, I should be sadder. <laughs> they're only they're only fourteen dollars each. Very delicate. They, they are, the fact that they lasted for six years without me breaking one of them. Yes, I'm actually very impressed with myself. So I'm impressed with you too because I've seen you. Yeah, the way I'm like sloshing this thing around and like ooh woo woo. Because <laughs> you the, pour one glass of wine. What I'm sorry, you pour one bottle of wine. Yeah. Uh, you can fit an entire <laughs> bottle in that glass. 15 minutes later, it's empty. Yeah. And not by drinking. No. It just... <laughs> on the floor. <laughs> whoops. Whoops. Yeah. Uh, I don't fit an entire thing in the glass. Oh. <gasps> How much is... Oh, had... my God. <laughs> <laughs> I breathed in some of my spit with that. Do you ever have someone spit in your mouth? You breathe it in. <laughs> yeah. And then you're... <laughs> you should see my lungs. They are wet. <laughs> and it's not pneumonia. Dampened. <laughs> well... <laughs> I love that. Um, yeah, I was ranting about – oh, those Olivia Pope wine glasses. Yeah, they're really cute. Uh, they're called the Camille wine glasses from Crate and Barrel. Uh, this is not an ad. This is not a commercial, but I'm letting you know they're very cute, and I love them. Um, and if you want to buy me one, you can. Dusty? I'm just kidding. <laughs> you can't ask for gifts, gifts on the fucking podcast. Why not? Because you can't. Oh. Do you want one, too? No. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, yes. No. <laughs> also, uh, I would like CeraVe's AM Daily Moisturizer. <laughs> uh, I bought a new moisturizer. Oh, my God. Night. You've used your moisturizer. I did. Congrats. I, I everyone, this is a challenge that Chris has overcome, and I would love to give him a round of applause, everyone. You did it. Everyone's clapping. You're, you're anti-aging. You can't hear it in the background, but everyone's clapping. Congratulations, girl. <laughs> I did it. Um, I haven't bought my daytime one yet. But I bought the nighttime one, um, and I bought a new face wash because I'm finally out of my um, the clean and clear that you told me to stop using. Uh, and I bought Cetaphil instead. So we're working okay. on our skin. You said that was a start for, for better skin. It had a $2 off coupon, so I bought it. Mm-hmm. I would prefer Cetaphil. CeraVe over Cetaphil. But oh, yes. I thought you said it was Cetaphil. Cetaphil is good, but not as good as CeraVe. Oh, then I mixed them up because they were next to each other. CeraVe well, is better than Cetaphil. Well, then I'll finish the other one and go to CeraVe. See, yes. Um, I would suggest to you oh the CeraVe uh, salicylic acid foaming cleanser. It'll say SA, not salicylic acid. Okay. It's for resurfacing. And your skin is normal to oily, yes? Yeah. Yeah. I haven't touched it in a while. Don't touch my skin. <laughs> I need to. <laughs> I need to touch you. Give well, I just skin. I just used clean and clear, so it's gonna be dry. Yeah, really fucking dry. So it depends on whether. But or not... it's worked for me. But the no, aging, the aging process is the problem. Yes. But keep, keeping my face clear of blemishes, it 
has worked pretty decently. Well, yes, but do you have blemishes? Yes. I haven't seen one in a while. Well, I have them quite often. I haven't seen one. Okay, but they, I keep them Your small. Skin is glowing. Unless no, I'm like. <laughs> I want to put out a PSA here. Oh everyone. boy, since we're talking about skincare. We're talking about skincare. <laughs> Never pick your face, you fucking idiot. <laughs> Don't pick your face. Whips. I always do. I'm always like, this is it. Has to go. You know? You're creating lifelong scars by yes, picking I understand your face. That. I think I've got some down here. But they're covered up by a beard, so it's okay. <laughs> well, yeah, not everyone can do that. I used to get them, like, real bad, like, right here. But, like, now they're covered up by a beard. Yeah. Well, it looked like herpes. And it wasn't herpes. I don't even remember where I used At, to get them. At least I don't think it could have been herpes. I was 14. I, hadn't had, I didn't have sex until I was 22. Including blowjobs. <laughs> That's not important. Let's talk about drug stuff. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, so, welcome back to the season five, or season... One, One top five yes. of Drag Race Holland. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm upset. I'm upset too. This season, not what I've been expecting. Not what I've been expecting. Yes, and perhaps it could be that you and I are experience experiencing this drag from a um, uh, through a different lens. Yes, through a different lens. We don't know European drag. Mm-hmm. Perhaps this is what they want. This is like. Right up the alley, everything is perfect. But and, and and there are a lot of things in here where I'm like, yes, honey, work. That's what I want. My issue is is the queens that are giving me what I want are seem to be leaving. Yes, and the queens that are doing absolutely nothing for me well, are staying. And we get that a little bit on on Drag Race, RuPaul's Drag Race, and um, not so much Canada's Drag Race. And um, Thailand's Drag Race, no. UK? UK. I heard there were some thoughts about UK a bit, Drag Race. A bit of it from UK Drag Race. Yeah. Um, because, I mean, th- so there was, our top four was the Vivian, Bag of Chips, Davina DeCampo, and Blue Hydrangea. And I liked all of them, but they were tending to be a little bit more, or they were going towards whoever was a good live singer, uh-huh. which I think is something that's UK very prevalent drag. in UK drag. Yeah. With, so that, I mean, that begs the question, what is it that we're not seeing that's very prevalent in Dutch Holland, drag? Yeah. That, can you stop doing that? Sorry. You've done it 30,000 times. I just, I'm not doing it for you. Okay. Well, I'm going to start doing this then. <laughs> um, there's something that these queens have that that's very popular in the, Dutch drag scene that we may not understand. Yeah. And I would really like to know what it is. <laughs> me too. Because, um... And it's... What it seems like to me is it's the look. Yeah. They it's just a want queen. a cute... Uh... Not even necessarily fashion queen? No. Just like kind of a, a go-go girl. Yeah. It reminds me of, um... Like, middle-of-the-road... RuPaul's Drag Race, where it was, like, I would say season four, season five, season six, maybe even season seven of, like, giving, like, mm-hmm. fishy drag. They're like, you have to look like a woman. Gotta, yeah. And you have to look like an expensive woman, not just, like, because seasons one through three, you could get away with off-the-rack stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then after that, it was like, I want you to look like an expensive woman. And then after that, it became costumey and gimmicky and comedy, because I think Bianca really helped 
pushed that through the window. I'm not going to lie. With Bianca and Jinx, I think that the two of them were like, but comedy queens are pretty good. And then season eight, Bob, we had a shit ton of comedy queens. And Bob was like, let's bring it home, girl. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, comedy became a facet as a part of drag. Yeah, and I mean, that just proves the point that maybe it also uh, drag, ever changing. drag is always changing. Mm-hmm. And maybe right now in uh, the Netherlands, that's mm-hmm. that's the... The MO, the main objective. Yeah. The just being fishy. Yeah. And being beautiful. Yeah. And I'm not upset with that, but there's things that, at least in the, the realm of this is a television show, there's things that I would have liked to see from other queens. Yeah. But also at the same time, Holland is the, uh, Holland's Drag Race is the first time that we have gotten uh, several. Continental s- European drag. Well, continental European drag. And also um, we've gotten drag queens from different facets of drag. Like. Uh, Madam, um, Madam Madness, Madam Madness, and Bearded um, Drag. Yeah, Bearded Drag. We've got Chelsea Boy, who's giving us like androgynous drag a lot. I would fight you there a little bit because we have Boulet Brothers. That's true. Well, I'm sorry. I meant from from the Drag Race franchise. Yes, but yeah, the the Boulet Brothers have given us a lot of uh, alternative drag, mm-hmm. or what is deemed alternative drag, even though all drag is valid drag. and it's all drag. Mm-hmm. It's all an art. Yes. Um, but yeah, that's what like I'm I'm seeing this as a pattern, especially with this episode that I'm 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 confused. So let's get into it. Okay, so we're immediately thrust into some bitchy comments from none other, none other than our resident bitch, Miss Abby. Ms. Oh my god! And she's not a bitch, but she is. She's kind of she's a mean girl. She's unnecessarily bitchy. <laughs> so I will say she's a bitch. She's she's definitely taking on the villain role in no uncertain terms. Yeah, and. And, and I I'm think not she's sure unapologetic about it. She is unapologetic about it, and I'm not sure it's being portrayed in a a, a negative light like it is on RuPaul's, RuPaul's Drag Race, yeah. um, because she doesn't have. I mean, the only other queen that I can kind of I'm seeing that kind of same like link is maybe Fifi. Fifi O'Hara, yeah. I mean, it's definitely Fifi. Yeah, that, I don't. She, I don't have. She we, was just mean and just wanted to she, be mean. She well, maybe even like well, not Roxy Andrews. Roxy Andrews was calculating. Yes. Fifi O'Hara was just mean. And she, in the same sense that Fifi Sharon just, did one thing uh-huh. to Fifi to make her like Upset with just her? this ravenous tornado uh-huh. of anger. Cedergine did one thing to make this ravenous anger from from Abby. But uh, other people have done the same thing to her, and Abby was ravenous to all of them. So it's yes. like you're just mad. You just are mad whenever anyone critiques you, and like you can't accept. You criticism. can't accept those. Yes. Um. Yeah. She just is a whirlwind of emotions. It's very childish. It is. And she's young. She's 25, 25 though. yeah. But and I wasn't like that at 25. No, no. And on top of that, especially for being someone who's unapolog- unapologetically gay and been gay since high school, like, you would think that they might have matured a little bit early, maybe? Or at least realized the sensation of, they're not out to get me. Not everyone's out to get you. Not everyone's out to get you. <laughs> this is not some, you're not being gay bash. Yeah. You're on a drag race competition Somebody with a bunch critiquing of your art exactly and Which, I if understand, you're going to make art it should you should expect some critique yeah but also at the same time uh, you should defend your art but like there's a point of defending your art like there's a point of defending your art and there's a point of accepting critiques in a positive being way just yeah well no there's a point of accepting your critiques and not and she's not not at all exactly um, and so she comes in and she's like i sent the bitch home 
uh, and apologize to Janie Jacquet uh, for sending her friend home. Uh, even and she even goes get the fuck out of here yeah. with that shit. Yeah, for Christ's sake, you, you don't literally are saying in your confessionals, the bitch is gone. Yeah, and then I you're like, I'm tone. sorry that yeah. your friend is gone. It's just so <sighs> empty. Yeah. And... Well, then the fact that the next in the next in the same breath in the next sentence, she even goes so far as to say, uh, "Who am I going up against next week?" Which also, um, Fred just told you not to be in the bottom. Yes, and you shouldn't. <clears throat> The, the point of the drag race is not to beat people in the lip sync. It's to do well in the challenges. But she kept saying, like, I'm a good performer. It's like, I don't care, I don't that, you're care good that you're a good performer. You have to be good at all the other challenges, too. That's like, the point of this. If you're a bar queen, mm-hmm. I yes, that's my ultimate goal for you is to be a good performer. Uh-huh. But if you're an international kind of drag race star, uh-huh. you should be able to do a lot more than just being a... A, a great performer. Correct. But also even being a bar queen, you don't only, you have to go around and help sell drinks. You have to go talk to people. You have to be entertaining. Yes. Like you mm-hmm. have to be all the things. So if you're, I mean the bare minimum for a bar queen is a good performer. Exactly. So if you're just in, you don't necessarily have to be a good performer. Honestly, people, if you get people drunk at your bar, they will get, give you money regardless. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not, I don't consider myself a good performer, but like if I put oh, out like a, a, ha- a halfway <laughs> decent look, um, People are still going to tip me. Like that one night that it was flooding in Houston, I went and performed as uh, Avatar Kiyoshi and uh, I didn't get did Patrick as well. I made so much money that night. And like that, and I'm not like, that's not like a hair flip kind of thing. It's just a statement that there were like 12 people in the bar. And if people like what I'm giving, because that's what the audience wants, that's what I'm going to get. And it was a Nicktoons night. And I remember the host asking, like, oh, who do you want to see tonight? And people or like, what cartoons do you want to see? And the two cartoons that everyone wanted to see were SpongeBob and Avatar. None of the other queens gave it to him, which is fine. I love that diversity of drag. But, like, you also have to understand, like, these were the popular cartoons that happened. So maybe know gauge that. Know, know your audience. Exactly. So you have to entertain, engage. And, like, I went and, like engage with the audience and be like between numbers. And like, even though I had gotten in my outfit, I went and engage with the audience. And so that people saw what I was dressed as, but I was like, I don't care if I missed a reveal or whatever. I'm busy trying to sell drinks so that people drink more to make more money for the bar. And also they get drunk and tip me. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm just upset that she's resolved herself to be in the bottom. Like, yes, you can't just be like, I'm gonna. It doesn't matter what I do. I have to excel in the challenge. I'm gonna. I'm gonna do it. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Lip-sync I'll lip sync my way. Yeah. That's not how That's you win the. Not how the game works. Yeah. Um. So. But honestly, at this point, who fucking knows? Honestly, Sorry. that's the way it seems. Uh huh. Um. Which is the first time ever mm-hmm. that you would allow a drag queen to lip sync four times and then and say be the and be four. like cool. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Because in. If it were Spencer's Drag Race, bitch, if you lip sync twice and you're on your third... Unless you absolutely slay it. Honey, okay, it's great to have you. Yeah. Give her a round of applause, everyone. She's going to do her last little run here. the other person just, like, absolutely was, like, shitting, like, tanking, like, Charlie Hyde's kind of tanking, Mm -hmm. and they were doing well, or if they just absolutely, like, went above and beyond and, like, somehow slayed a fucking lip sync, which we have not seen from her whatsoever. No. Uh, I would not. I would just be like, sorry, you're going to be the loser here because you have yeah. not done – you have not done the challenge what we needed you to do. So – And, I mean, we sorry. just came off of the challenge where I was like, somebody who's done – performed exponentially better, better. 
for the entire season. And has one bad episode, goes home to the girl who's done bad every episode. Every single episode. She was in the bottom three the first episode, and she's been in the bottom ever since then. Mm -hmm. In the bottom two, or bottom three, because there was the the three-way lip sync. But, Mm -hmm. like, she's lip synced her her way since that second episode. And maybe that's Fred saying the, the triple lip sync didn't count or something. But then still, it's three well, lip syncs. some of them didn't count that because she's lip synced four times, and they kept on saying that she's only done it three times. Like, no, no, she's lip synced four, four times. times. Mm-hmm. So I guess the triple lip sync, they're just like, oh, that didn't count as like a official lip sync. No, 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 because on this episode, she said I've lip synced three t- three times, and someone else said it too. I'm like, I'm missing, I'm miscounting here. You've lip synced four times now, and it could be because this is similar to our good old friend RuPaul who gets to make the final shot. Yeah. Is Fred the one that's making the final shot? And this is just her opinion of drag? Because I think it's a little... if this is the case, mm-hmm. um, girls in the Netherlands, I would say pick a different queen yeah. next year because yeah. she's not the one. She, she's obviously not making some good calls. But at the same time, um, I also wonder, like, are they, like, saying, okay, this is your first season, create a little bit of drama to like, and keep the drama around? Because season four was really, like, a breakthrough for Drag Race for a lot of people because... It's reality television. It's reality not, television. Exactly. You know, artistic television. Exactly. Which RuPaul's Drag Race blends the line between reality television and artistic television somewhat well. Yeah. Depending on the season. So, yeah. Um... And now it's become very manufactured. But at least there's some semblance of what the audience wants is what they'll get. Yeah. Um, it's not always exactly what everyone wants, but it's it's close. And well, I don't everyone, really feel like that here. One thing that I love about Drag Race is that everyone has a favorite. Like, And mm-hmm. no matter who... Who it is, there are people who have favorites from that were eliminated first. Look at Vanjie. She had a following out the asshole. People love Tempest Du Jour. She was eliminated oh, first. I, I mean, uh, I do too. Um, I think it's a very interesting thing to ask people about it too, because you and I have very differing opinions. Who your favorite drag queens are, exactly. I mean, eventually, like when we come to the down of we've had 100 queens. We've had you, over 100 queens, and we have mm-hmm. now international queens. We're, these are all things we have to remember now. Is we have queens out the all over the ass. world. Yeah. <laughs> We have but monsters now. <laughs> you and I are somewhat similar and mm-hmm. are like favorites upon favorites, mm-hmm. but they're we both still love comedy. Different. But like everyone loves, some people love a pageant queen. Some people love, uh, you know, a, a verse queen and an artistic queen. I mean, we've got every, we, I mean, last, last uh, season, season 12 of RuPaul's Drag Race, you didn't like Crystal Method and I'm not certain if you are still a fan of her, but like. There are people who she they're like the, top the tier, yeah, yeah. They're they're like she she's like what new drag is kind of thing. So I mean, everyone's gonna have different opinions, and that's what we have to learn about drag. It's like, and that's why this show is really just like we're just two gays talking. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you listen, it's a conversation. And you, if you disagree, and we don't. Agree, I mean, we will disagree, and you're welcome to disagree with us. Yes, and your opinion is still great. Yeah. And we'd love and to hear we'll it. We'll tease you for it, and but we don't mean any malice behind it. Mm-hmm. We literally love drag, and that's why we're on this podcast because we, we love the art. We'll talk about it till four o'clock in the morning. Exactly. And we will also never attack queens. Don't ever do that. Yes. Anyways. Um, so then we get to discuss Envy's three wins. Yes. Three wins, girl. That's pretty impressive. That is very impressive. Mm-hmm. What does this mean? Is she the winner? She's a, the, f- will she front be the winner? Because, I mean, Janie's won one, right? 
Jamie she won the bumble won when she did the bumblebee. Mama's won one, um, and Abby has been the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yes. Um, um, and then and Chelsea Boy has not won any, but she did win Snatch Game, according to that judge. Yes, which also, if you win Snatch Game, what did you win? Not I don't know. I'm still mad about it, but we're we're not on the last episode anymore. Yes. Okay. So, um, very uh, enlightening information. Mm-hmm. Um, so then RuPaul, or, or then the, the, they, we come back the next day, and um, these queens are stepping stepping up or something? I don't, I don't know. know. They say weird stuff when they come in that I don't get. <laughs> um, but they do that on Drag Race all the time where I'm just like, what, what? is... It's normally inside jokes. Like, that. that's what it is. And I, I, I'm happy that they're bonding. I'm happy. Yeah. <laughs> We're great. I'm glad you got their Glad friends. you're having a good time. Yeah. Um, and then we get RuPaul coming in with a limerick. Yeah. Do you have anything between that? No. I just said they they were like, oh, it's a small group. Yep. Yep. Okay, bye. Uh, what did you think? There was going to be more people? <laughs> Do you want there to be more people? I don't know. We'll bring them back. Yeah. Because I have we'll people I would like over. to come yeah. back. Well, I have people. Patty Pam Pam. Patty Pam Pam should have won Drag Race Holland. <laughs> Stupid. Simply because she came up with the best drag name of all time. Um, <laughs> RuPaul comes on with a limerick about it takes two to make a thing go right. It takes two to make it out of sight. And Jamie did not get that. And I also understand that's a 90s uh, song. Well, RuPaul so did these... it differently, too. But I was like, that's definitely it takes two to make a thing go right. Yeah. But then also, Jamie was like, it takes two to do what? And I'm like, you could do even do it takes two to tango. Like, yeah. either way, you're going to be paired up with someone. Like, that's yes, how it's going to. This what, is a pairing It's going to be a pairing challenge. Like, I, how, how is this going over your head? Um, which, that's, I mean, if you're a gay... <laughs> At least in a bar that I've been to, if I say it takes two to make a thing go right, you turn the other out of sign. But I guess it probably was not popular in Europe. I don't know. I don't even know. But also, that was the nineties. Hey Google, who is it takes two? Buy. You can buy snacks, beverages, household supplies, and more from stores like Best Buy. All right. You can go to several That's stores. <laughs> or you or can just go to just one. one. <laughs> I don't need friends. They disappoint me. <laughs> hey, Google. Who is It Takes Two to Make a Thing Go Right by? One plus one equals out of <laughs> What? <laughs> That's the next lyric. Hey, Google. Who... Performed the song It Takes Two to Make a Thing Go Right. Sure, it takes two from YouTube music. It's by Rob Bass and DJ Easy Rock. Well, let's listen to about five minutes of this. Okay, Google, stop. Um, Okay, yeah. (laughs) And then Fred comes in and says, shows us that ugly dress again. (laughs) She. Oh, She's I thought talking. it was still playing. What? Uh-uh. Uh, so I also love that Abby was like, oh, I want to win. I want to win that pink dress. I love pink. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> this dress is literally napkins. Yeah. I don't. Why do you want this? I don't know. I don't know what makes that dress so expensive. Like, it has to be the materials. Like, No, it's the designer. Oh, that's true. Um, it could be both, but it's definitely it's the just designer. The designer. <laughs> Because I could make that, I could get that dress made by a local artist here in Houston uh, for like $100, $120. Yeah, I bought four yards of black fabric today for $10. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, the the pit crew comes in with 
just desserts, hmm. but Dutch desserts. Um, and they get to pick their favorite. Some of them on there looked really delicious, which and they I've never heard of. Pushed a lot the of fucking them. table over. Yeah. One of them was like a cheesecake almost like thing. Yeah. And, and I really wanted that one. A semolina pudding. What's that? I don't know. Semolina makes me think of semolina, Salmonella. which is like corn. Maybe it's a corn pudding. Sweet corn pudding? Yeah, but it looked more like jello. Also, I you don't think they have and everything. corn. They have corn in the <laughs> Netherlands, but it didn't grow there normally. Well, no. Corn is from the Americas. Yes. But you know... Why is that a national dessert? <laughs> well, because they got the, the corn Listen, from... Listen, okay. if you're from the Netherlands, tell us about these desserts, because we I like want to, know them. to eat them. Yes. We, and we I want probably to make them? cannot find them, so I will have to make them. Yes. Uh, absolutely. Uh, Ew. Excuse me. You're Sorry. disgusting. Um, so... What are they going to do with those desserts? We have our mini challenge. The mini challenge is to go on a date with uh, a bachelorette guy. Nick Marison? Some guy from the bachelorette. Which, I'm not sure. Was it the United States bachelorette? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, and they have to I, try... I would never watch that show. Yeah, me I either. just need everyone to know that. Um, they try to keep... I mean, we... <laughs> I don't watch I don't watch heteros doing we, anything. Yeah, we watch a lot of trash TV, but we don't watch trash TV with heteros. Yes. So hard pass. pass. <laughs> Going to be a no for me, dog. That, that I'm not signing up for that. Um, so they have to. So apparently, it's uh, he's on a date. You go to the bathroom, and you're supposed to. He's try ready and, to go home. He's ready to go home, and you order dessert, and that's to try yours. to keep him yeah. around. So the the point of it is to save the date, and Janie Jacquet is not having it. <laughs> I don't know why she's not having it. And I don't know why they say, or I mean, because I don't understand anything unless I read what they're saying. I thought she was doing fairly well in the challenge. Yeah. Because I was like, she's like sexy. Yeah. Um, I think it might just be from like own personal experience. Did you, have you ever had like a really bad date? Mm. Not really. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I had one that. Oh, I've, I remember I've, yours. I had, which one? That he got blasted. Wait, who? And you, he just was like, mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, so how? Why? where'd you get that shirt? Oh, that one was a really bad one, too, but I have a worse one. Oh, oh bitch. <laughs> that one was a really – yeah, he got blasted because that was – the first one was that he took a bunch of tequila shots, even though he – so we were supposed to go on the date around 7. And he was late because he and was And he was working. like, I need to do work. And then whenever we got – so he made – it was a, a work night. I had to wake up at 7 the next morning. Uh, but, like, this guy and I had been, like, chatting off and on since, like, July. And this was, like, later – this is not this year. This is last year. Um, and so it was, like, a long period of time that we were, like, chatting. And he got blasted because he took a bunch of tequila shots before he came on this date and was, like, fucking hammered. And every single time he asked me a question, he'd just, like, start typing on his phone. And so I'd stop talking, and he would just keep going – and then he put his phone down and be like, okay, so, and then he asked me another question and then I immediately start texting on the phone again. And there was one point that he uh, had the, the, the wine, like I went to go, or no, he was out of wine. And uh, he was just like, huh. Ah. And I was like, what? what? What's the problem? And he's like, well, my my wine is empty. I was like, we have more wine in this bottle. And like, I went to go pour it and he like smacked my hand. And he was like, no, the waiter's supposed to do that for us. And I was like, okay, but. The waiter's also trying to close down the restaurant. So, but also pour your own fucking wine. Pour your own fucking wine. It's right in front of your fucking face. Like, you're also probably not even paying for this. Like, I was probably going to be the one who pays for it and take us out anyways. Like, that's what I do on first dates for some reason. So, why the fuck does this matter? Um, 
because I'm the one that's going to tip them 20 to 25% anyways, not you. So <laughs> shut the fuck up. Um, and uh, yeah, he, he was just the worst. And then he tried to kiss me at the end. And no, he did kiss me at the end uh, with not a lot of like preparation. And then uh, I like kind of was like not into it. And I think he knew and then he was all upset that I didn't want to go home. Oh, because halfway through the dinner, he said he touched my leg and he was like, I really want to take you home and fuck you. And I was like, Okay, well, this I'm not to this level, and also, you're really hot, but I'm not going to do that. <laughs> so no. Anyways, no, the worst one was uh, oh, that that wasn't even the worst one. one. Yeah, it gets worse than that. Um, he was a guy we had been like chatting a little bit, uh, and then I was like, okay, let's go on a first date, and he like he was being really weird about like going out to like a public place, and so I was like, are you a murderer? Oh. Um, and so then I ordered him, uh, him and I, Thai food, took it over his place to go watch, to, like, watch movies. And, like, we, like, had food and then, like, watched movies. And everything was kind of fine. He was, like, a little weird. But first dates are always awkward. Oh, so. is this the one where he was, like, I'm really hot and took his shirt off? I didn't. I don't I think that. I don't think that was me. Oh. But no. Uh, then we started, like, lay down on the couch, like, oh, cuddling. Who's <laughs> <laughs> Trixie? Oh. <laughs> Yeah, that was not me. Um, so we laid on the couch cuddling, and, like, he was, like, like not touching me, but, like, he had his hand, like, around my waist. Um, and so he asked the question, um, if you're a marathon runner, why do you have this? And, like, grabbed my, like, lower belly fat as I'm, like, in a, like, fetal position. And I was just like, what? And it's like, well, like, marathon runners are, like, skinny. And I was like... Bitch, I'm skinny, and like stood up, and like this is back when I was skinny. Um, I'm like, what? What the fuck? So then I just like, okay, well I'm leaving. He's like, what? You don't want like, we can turn off the TV and we can go to, to like my bedroom. Like he thought I was gonna hook up with him after that. I was like, no, no, no. That was the only date I actually left on. The other one I like somehow managed through, and I don't know why. Because I think I was like, he's really hot, and I'm gonna like deal with that. And I dealt with a lot for that, and it was not worth it. <laughs> Not worth it, girl. Know your self-worth, because I don't. <laughs> anyway. Well. <laughs> Giant tangent about Chris's dating life. But that's probably why Janie was like, "Don't I don't have a great time with dates. So, But she also gives the um, dating style. The look. The look. Mama. Yeah. Sure. And I use that every day. Ooh. Ooh. Who, you told me on a previous podcast that you don't flirt with Thomas. And I was like, how do you not? You... I guess I just don't notice it's flirting. Maybe? Because you're in love. That's what <laughs> that's just normal part of I love to do this. Well, specifically because I love QVC models. QVC makeup models. I don't know. What and is. nobody can it's online or it's television shopping. Ew. And they'll come on and I can't nobody on the podcast isn't going to know what I'm doing, but they they come on and they'll be like and um yeah, we just love this color and the models like this. <laughs> looks down, looks over, looks up at you, mm -hmm. giant so, eyeballs. It's a it's a start with the eyes closed, look straight at the person, the camera. Oh. Look down to the left. Look at the camera. Look up. Look down to the right and then back at the camera. Oh my god. Only eyes, Ridiculous. no head movement, and I love Just, it. So you do that to Thomas every day. That's that's your form of flirting, okay? Um, and so, 
all these queens are going to take a little bit of a different approach to this challenge. And I like that, actually. I do, too. Um, especially a girl, our girl, Chelsea Boy, who is dressed as Freddie Mercury in drag. But also an old person at mm-hmm. the same time. But she's so young that she can't make herself look old. I know. I don't know. I, and, like, also the fact that she's so artistic is, like, you don't know how to make yourself look like an elderly woman. And she wore black hair. Like, Wear, like, an old dusty gray wig. Like, become an old woman. Just pour some talcum powder on that yeah. shit and Be- wave it around. J- yeah, just make it old. Because I've done that to – whenever I back – whenever I used to have hair, I went as an old person one time and put, like, a shit ton of uh, uh, of talcum baby powder. powder. Yeah, baby powder in, in my hair and turned it gray. So, it works, girl. I've done it. <laughs> just put a shit ton in there. Um, um, yes, Abby. Uh, Abby. Abby. That's how they say her name. Abby. Abby is going as like a whore, but also a bitch. Yeah. But I also have to say that whenever she choked the banana and spit the whipped cream all over his face, I was like, that's hilarious. Because if it were me, I would have left. (laughs) If I were Nick Mariason, I would have left. He was told to probably like stay there a little bit and like get the interactions out. Well, He's not an actor. I would have been like, no. Girl, he's on The Bachelorette. He is an actor. Bad. They're all acting. No, I think they really loved oh her. Oh, my God. Um, Mama Queen is just going as gross. Oh, my God. But she was my favorite. I, I would have gone with this approach. Because, I mean, the date is you're supposed to get him to stay there. So, like, I would just pull out all the stops and be like, oh, you want some more? Ugh. Look at these Ugh. titties. Oh, yeah. Uh, it started with her taking out the panties, and I was like, oh, cringe. And then it got, like, better from there because I was like, okay, she's going for a funny approach. I'm okay with that. I'm okay. Um, and Envy and Janie are just doing sex. 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 And I have to say, uh, Janie uses it better than Envy. I did, uh, yeah, I like Janie's It's sexy better. Except I also love whenever he, he, like, she, like, jumped into his arms, and then he just, like, threw her down on the ground, like, as he, he was, was like, trying to set her down. Yeah, he was not into that. <laughs> she was like, and then he just dropped me. I was like, fuck. <laughs> because it's happened to me. So we used to do these skits in Fish Camp, and uh, we did this, the one that was, like, uh, uh, from... I have the time of my life. I did that as a 13 What, Dirty Dancing? Is that mm-hmm. what it was? Yes. So I was the woman. Because it would, the point was to do two men dancing together. But I was the smallest and lightest one at the time in our fish camp. Um, and you were like, I'm the smallest and lightest one. Please. I Please we, me. We got to sign these. I didn't choose. So mm. I was given this. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they, uh, they uh, yeah. Um, the guy, like, picked me up. And then instead of, like, bringing my hips all the way down to the ground, just kind of like stop right here. And he was a football player. And so he, he like had some, some give to the throw. And I literally like flew backwards and like slid on my ass <laughs> on the floor. It was great. It was great. You, that was the most erotic moment of your life. I was so horny. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's a lie. <laughs> In front of 120 freshmen, I was like, Whew, I just got thrown across the room by a man. <laughs> uh, yeah, continue on. I gotta go to the bathroom right now. <laughs> the music keeps playing. It's supposed to go up to the stage. No, no, I'm busy. Hold on. <laughs> Pause I got, the music. I got things to do. I'll be back. <laughs> LOL. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, and then, so yeah, Abby spits all over the man and she's gross. Uh, Envy sits on the man. 
And she's like, feel it. I, I'm not. He's a, like, I'm, yeah, you work out. She's like, oh, he's so I into it. I feel like a woman. And I'm like, isn't that? And I was like, it's just, just awkward. I can't. Do. I don't even know that there's a man behind you because you've got such a big ass wig. <laughs> True. Uh, Mama is <laughs> utterly disgusting <laughs> on I purpose. So she was so good. Um, Chelsea boy is wild and out. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought she was funny too. I thought she was funny too, but she was like kind of. She was all over the place. If she, she was had, a little bit all over the place. If she had committed to a character, I think it would have been better. Um, and then Jaina's Jaina. Jaina. Janie is just sensual. Sensual. She did good too, but she was middle of the road for me. I don't know. I just, so the challenge was to save the date. Yeah, but also at the same time, like it's a mini challenge. It's I not know. Like a, yes, it's not like a for real challenge. But yeah. if it saved the date for me, I would give it to Janie. Janie? Yeah, I thought that she was like the. She took it the most literal. Yeah the 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 date is like okay now mm-hmm. like we probably are not going to get a second date, but at least it's not awkward. Yeah, true. I can see that. Um, I loved. Mama Queen. Mama Queen. Mama Queen and Chelsea Boy. Because comedy queen. Yeah. Um, yeah. But who is our winner? Mama Queen! Mama Queen! Yes. Uh, yeah, I think that's... If I mean, it's well-deserved. It is. Um, so then we get the... Because I think she she was the one who stuck to the character the most. And like, well, also the editing doesn't really give us like... The, we didn't get to see the full amount of all five of them. Uh, but Mama Queen was the one that stuck to like, oh, I'm just gonna keep being like, oh, I took so off my panties, sexy. and now I'm wiping this dessert on my. Boobs. He's gonna want to eat this off yeah. of my boobs. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so she she stuck to that like that stick the entire time, and I loved it. Hi. Yeah. Um, um, so the maxi challenge for this week is Family Day. I this is one of my favorite challenges. Honestly, it rivals Snatch Game for me sometimes because I do love Snatch Game, but you know the number of times that Snatch Game can get cringy, and I'm like, ooh. But yeah. also the number of times this can get cringy too. So also for this, so well, family. I mean, the queens, uh, friends, and family come to the race to compete with the drag queens in a family resemblance challenge. My problem with this challenge, which is, I mean, this is definitely not one of my favorite challenges. We don't get a, a clean slate from everyone, or a similar slate from everyone. Is that what you're going to say? Yes. Because I had the same critique. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, whoever has the best story wins, honestly. Yeah. Because, I mean, we had, so we had, uh, we had Envy's mom, Abby's brother, Chelsea's best friend, who's a man, mm-hmm. Janie's mom, and then Mama's father, whose Mama's father is much older than pretty everyone much everyone else. else. Uh, so it's like, okay, some of this was... Who who did skewed. it take the most balls to come here? Exactly. D- Mama's father. Exactly. Um, and then I would say Janie's or Mom. Abby's brother. Eh. They get your brother to come on Drag Race? Well, when the, they are classifying him as a straight person. The story that they, that they said... Uh, he, he, I mean, he's straight, but... Or straight, according to them. Um, but he takes her to drag shows. You you miss that part that she's oh, yeah. in drag and she rides on the back of his bicycle to get to shows. Oh, I miss that. Yeah, but also he's young. Yeah, younger he's, than her. Well, uh, he she's twenty five, like nineteen or. 20. She said he was younger. I don't know how younger, but regardless, yeah. um, definitely the the one who had the most quote hardship on yeah. coming onto the race is obviously the father. But we're also seeing a huge skew of. Everything. And this is one problem that I had with the makeover challenge in season 
five because season five we had like the young military people and also like the older military military people so it was literally like some people were given the short end of the, the stick give it on purpose and it was like and i'm not saying that's a bad thing but like at least give people that are all similarly aged you know yeah. um i mean all stars too we had some different age gaps as well some people got their moms some people got their sisters but like but that's a closer age gap than getting a 19-year-old brother versus a 60-year-old man. Like, we're going to see these differences. And I understand that it's up to the queens to create this family resemblance, but I it's don't know. I still easier in some cases than others. Correct. Yeah. Um, so, of course, we do have Janie and Envy's moms. Mm-hmm. We have Mama Queen's dad, Abby's brother. Um, who is the one who named her Abby OMG and Chelsea Boy's best friend. Um, then we have our special guest come in. Rianne Van Durst. Rihanna Van Durst. Showing up to talk about to the pairs about the challenges. She comes walking judges. with drinks and throws them all over the ground. She sure did throw she them did. all over the ground. Mm-hmm. She's not a waitress. She's not a server. Not at all. Um, she then asked uh, Mama Queen, or she asked like, oh, oh uh, we do get some, we get some heart to heart. Yeah, she's like, who who's Mama Queen? And she was like, oh, that's that's her. Um, yeah, I thought that was really funny. Because yeah. um, <laughs> I also love that. Uh, who was it? Envy or whoever was like, uh, we have Rian Van Rihanna Van Durst, and it's like, uh, Dorst, Dor, yeah, okay, uh, Rihanna Van Durst, <laughs> um. And uh, she she's really funny. She's a she's a she's a character. She is uh, out there. She's doing the most. She's entertaining. Uh, and then they were like, but then <laughs> Mama Queens was not. And Mama Queens was like, I think we have like very similar personalities. I'm like, no. Do you? Do you? Because uh, Rihanna Van Durst Dorst is very um, outgoing and uh, talkative and uh, entertaining uh, because <laughs> they. <laughs> I'm not saying that Mama Queen is not, but she... But I am. But I am at the same time, yeah. Uh, is that a read? Uh, maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like fall down. I would just really like to have chairs again. Yeah. Well. Uh, camping chairs. So then she goes around and she starts to talk to everyone, which I thought was really cute. She has a heart to heart. Yeah. She's, she's a great interviewer. She is. Also, there's a point, I'll talk about it later, the fact that she just like made the interview flow so quickly... I'll talk about it later. She's a great listener. Yes. She listens and she knows the question to ask next. And like, once yeah. again, because some this... reporters will just have like a list of questions. They exactly. Don't responses. Exactly. She and they're like, okay, so next then... is, yeah. Um, no, she listens and she asks follow up questions and she knows how to ask them in a polite way mm-hmm. and also understands um, emotions. Uh, because. Which is, I, I love the package that it comes into because Rihanna Ventorst is like a. She's a rock star. She's kind of like a, a TV personality, but yeah. she's like kind of like, I don't give a fuck about what I need to do things. And yeah. They showed her opening her mouth with food in it, so I think she's kind of gross, too. <laughs> she's uh, a little uh, uh, ordinary. A little uh, rough-edged. Uh, extraordinary. They're yeah. rough-edged. Um, so she, I don't know. I just, I like her. I like her. I like her energy. Uh, I like her vibe. She's a lesbian to the bar that I'd be like, hey. <laughs> Let me buy you a Michelob Ultra. She, honestly, this is going to sound weird, but she kind of reminded me of Savannah a little bit. And Savannah's not a lesbian, kind of. Uh, I don't know who she reminds me of. Because Savannah can be outgoing when she needs to be, but like not to the point of Rihanna Van Durst. Durst. Um, but 
like Savannah gives me th- th- she gave me the same energy vibes because Savannah can turn it on when she needs to mm-hmm. and that's kind of like how I felt because Savannah listens a lot she she like actually pays attention when she's not drinking white claws with us <laughs> wow. I haven't heard a word you said since we got here um, yeah I really like her a lot yeah. um, so she has a heart to heart with uh, Mama Queen and her father talking about their beautiful relationship mm-hmm. um, Abby's brother and, and Abby having uh, Abby is or Abby's brother is very supportive of Abby mm. and he really looks up to Abby in a way as a that, father figure that How I crazy is that you're into that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm into that yeah that I would not necessarily from what we've seen from, from Abby, Abby yeah she doesn't necessarily portray things that I would say as father figure but I'm not in her family so but I also have at the same no time idea. she's very defensive and very um protective P- protective and poignant in her ideas so I could see that honestly if mm-hmm. she was the the person who was um uh like if she had a bunch of like all the other siblings because she said what seven siblings if she was the oldest of the bunch like I could see her going to the PTA meeting to talk to the the teacher and being like so what's what's what, the problem what's the here? tea what's the problem exactly yeah he's got a problem because why yeah you think his reading – no, he knows how to read – Handling it in the most professional manner, maybe not, but handling it, yes. In a in, – in, like in a, a protective – yeah, a prote- is... they're my baby, you yeah. know? So I could see that, yes. Um, so I love that she talked about their relationship and how close they were, and also I love that they talked about how uh, they both lived through poverty for a mm-hmm. long period of their life, or a, a, a period enough of their life they recognized. Yes. Um. Yeah, which, I mean, that could be some sort of a, uh, you know, uh, it made a mark on Abby to where she feels like if somebody's saying something that's negative towards me, it immediately needs to be about, like, no, yeah. fuck you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to defend myself because no one else is going to defend it for me, you know? Which we would, I mean, there's no way for her us to ever know anyone's life story before Well, we she grew them. up without a dad. She grew up with her mom not giving her the support that she needed. So, I mean, she grew up very quickly. And that comes, that is going to be coupled with a lot of childish behaviors at the same time as. Uh, not even childish. Just some fight for this fight, is fight mine. For, fight for myself. Yeah. Fight for myself. Sorry. Not childish, but fight for for what's mine yeah Yeah. uh so then she goes rihanna goes in uh hits on abby's mom or hits on envy's mom well i was gonna say talk to chelsea um oh yeah but then she hits on envy's mom yes that was just my high point of my day (laughs) yes uh, she definitely did. She's like, oh my, you're beautiful. Like, wow. And then whenever like, Envy, Envy... Is this a porn? <laughs> whenever on the main stage, whenever Envy's mom blows her a kiss, and she like takes it. She's, she's like, like oh, thank you. <laughs> I was like... I felt the same thing. I was like, ooh, girl, lesbian. We were all There is some it. tension here, auntie, <laughs> and I want to see it. <laughs> I would like to see it. <laughs> sips puts on, Yeah, sips white claw, puts on glasses. Oh, boy. Um... And then she talks to uh, Janie, finally, uh, about feeling like different as a child uh, and then being out as a young age and having supportive parents. And that's when I wrote that she had a very good transition because then it, she asked, like, is your father in the picture? And he's like, she's like, no, he died three years ago. And that could have been an easily instant, like, oh, I'm so sorry. And she was like, well, was he supportive? Like, it wasn't even there was n- there was no blink. At all. And it, once again, could have been editing, but she was just like, there was no question. It's like, keep the conversation going. Don't make it go dark. Make Keep it light. Was he supportive? Like, what was, you know, tell me about him, essentially. Not like a, oh, I'm so sorry for your loss. Like, in drudging on, 
on past feelings, you know? Rubbing up tears. Yeah. Yeah. Which is what, you know, RuPaul would have done that. It's like... (laughs) RuPaul would have cried. I'm so sorry. Cried. Quote, unquote. She would have... She would have said, hold on, pause it. Let me put some of that, like, tear stuff in my eyes, Mm -hmm. and and, uh, then we go from there. She plays the video of of a funeral. She plays a video of Roxy Andrews being left... (laughs) (laughs) Hold on. I need you to see something, because... Stupid. Then we would have had no podcast, and then I mean, you make fun of me. Um, I have never, fucking constant. I have never. Okay, anyone you, on this podcast itself. Blessings to you and your family. That's all I have. But I, also, I, that's as far as I could go. The I second that I you. turn it around to you, you're like, okay, this podcast over, and I'm like, seriously, man. But is the podcast ever over? No. <laughs> I'm just not good at as good at it as you are. <laughs> Not as good as accepting the stupid things that you do. So I'm just the uh, stupid shit aficionado. You're great at it. You're great at being stupid. My favorite thing about you is how you can accept You're so much criticism. Stupid bitch. And then still be okay with people. So much evil, hateful Ugh, criticism. Vile. People are so mean to you, but... Some, somebody literally shitting on you. <laughs> and you'll just be like, and you'll be like wow! Well, <laughs> guess it's Monday. I <laughs> deserve <laughs> that. <laughs> Classic. That's all, folks. <laughs> oh, no. LOL. Wow. Yeah, so Roxy Andrews left her... Uh, her mother left her at a bus stop. <laughs> Roxy Andrew left her mother <laughs> when she was three. But that I mean, would be a plot twist. <laughs> she'd be like, you know what, bitch? I had enough. <laughs> I'm done with you. I'm emancipating myself at the age of three. Goodbye, bitch. And she was like, all right. Uh, all right. I'll buy you Reese's Pieces cereal. It's fine. Ooh, Reese's Pieces cereal. It sounds really good. Mm-hmm. Is this cereal or Reese's Pieces cereal? Or Reese's Peanut Butter Cup cereal? Isn't it the same thing? No. Girl, thought you were saying we had like a crunch of like Reese's Pieces in there. Oh no, but I loved Reese's cereal. Uh, I had mixed feelings on it because it did not taste like Reese's, and I am a Reese's fan. And I'm saying that properly just for you and for our fans, uh, because you guys deserve that. Because you would say what Reese's? Ew, <laughs> Reese's Pieces. You're fucking disgusting. <laughs> Reese's. Mm-hmm. I still say Reese's to the day, and I'm a 28 year old man. So, or a 28-year-old blob. Yep. <laughs> blob. Anyways. Um, where were we? Um, yeah, so. Roxy Mandrews. Oh, talking... we talk about supportive families and yes. shit like that. Um, so then we leave and we come back. To Elimination Day. And Mama's que- Mama Queen's dad has shaved after 35 years. 35 years of the beard. 35 years with a beard. How long has it been for you? Uh, Well, I shave for drag. I'll shave this weekend, actually. I'm doing drag for... um, (gasps) Oh, I don't want to see you. Halloween costume. Get away from me. You won't see me. Good. (laughs) Let me tell you about the last time I shaved. This is a good conversation. I don't remember. Didn't you shave for... uh, I shaved kind of for quarantine, but I didn't shave like... Razor to skin. Oh. I shaved Wait, electric you did, shave. You did razor to skin maybe uh, last year. Didn't you do that last year? Or l- maybe you just shaved it all off and it was like still like. I did uh, mustache for a minute. Yeah. Just to see. But the last time I think I did it was probably 2017. Yeah. 
I've done it recently. I haven't done... When did I do drag last? I did drag during quarantine at some point. April? I think I did drag in April or May. Uh, so that was the last time I shaved, like, razor shaved. I had to search for a razor. Oh, I have them. I have never had Well, see, them. I have them because you don't have a neck beard like I do. Will you just use the buzz on, like, the, the little bits that yeah. trail down? I have a neck beard that goes all the way down my chest. So I have to use a razor. And also I have... Back here, so I oh. take care of that too. <laughs> we got some manscaping, okay? So what you're saying is you're a wildebeest. I have a lot of testosterone. Hit me up, girls. <laughs> I don't think that's testosterone. That's what makes your hair grow. I think that's just that you're gross. Oh my god. Uh, we do not body shame on this podcast. I sir. like to body shame you, though. Just me. It's a good but what shame. about people who are hairy like me? Okay. Then not them. Not the- <laughs> just you, obviously. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, um, had to shave my back, but I take care of that. Um, and so then the queens try to do some heel walk-in. Oh, yeah. Which is silly. Not, not doing <laughs> great for anyone. Silly. Uh, but also, the person who is not the worst is not the person I imagined. The one wearing platform heels. Mama Queen is trying to kill her dad to get insurance. And because they are platform fucking stilettos. That has to be at least two or three inches of platform Plus, Plus seven inches stilettos. of stilettos. Yes. Yeah. He's in seven inch heels. He's going to die. I was very impressed. I was very impressed too, but I was also worried. Because also the way that he walked in those heels better than uh, Chelsea Boy's uh, best friend. I was like, mama. Then Janie Jacquet's mother? <laughs> Correct. I was like, mama, we got some, we got some splaining to do. Okay. Lucy. Lucy. Um, Yes. She, I hope she's on Boniva, because I was worried. <laughs> um, she, but he won't have osteoporosis. A man can get osteoporosis. That's it's just not common. Estrogen related. You can still sap the calcium from your bones. Okay. Um, drink lots of orange juice, kids. Uh, I love the makeup that these girls do on their family and friends. Envy's mom looks like a porcelain doll. Oh, my God. So gorgeous. Putting on that makeup... Uh, Whoa, the first one we had turned around is Mama Queen's dad. Um, um, so, okay, I mean this in the best way possible. Uh-huh. But this is a beautiful Ann Coulter. I thought very similar thoughts. I was like, okay. And Ann Coulter could be beautiful. Did she not have so much hate in her heart? And also, she had a gay taking care of her, but gays would not touch that with a 10-foot pole. Or yes. should not, because gays that because support her are trash Anything well. she said. Yeah. Because, because of name a reason. Gestures wildly. <laughs> yes. Um, but I was like, wow. Wow. Beautiful Ann Coulter. And then I was like, no. And then I was like, well. Well, wait. Hold on. <laughs> Less done up Laura Dern. Ooh. Yes. Laura Dern if she did drag. Laura Dern and drag. Yes. And I was like, here for it. <laughs> Ready. Ready. <laughs> um, I loved it. I, I thought she was pretty. Um, Janie's mom. Okay, I just say, when I saw the way the eyebrows were made, I was like, okay, what is Mama Queen going to do? And they got shaped better after this whole instance. There was lots of touch-ups after the sequence. Afterwards, obviously. Um, and then Mama Queen did her makeup very similar. Almost identically. But not the point. We're not there yet. Yeah. Um, and then Janie's mom, identical to Janie. So, she literally painted Janie's Janie's face on her mother. And I was like, what the fuck? You did it, bitch. She did it. She fucking did it. Family resemblance. Yes. I mean, it is your mom. It so. is. It's your mom. Is you have your s- similar but... facial structure, uh, but damn, she she did that. 
identical. Uh-huh. Um, so then we have some more reveals that I wasn't that interested about. I love that I have my phone just like sitting over there, and I'm like, oh, I guess I should probably be looking at my phone notes, but oh, well. no, I'm just being weird. Um, so then we're on the main stage. Uh, elimination day, shaved front, they do the runway. Chelsea's friend was not good at walking. Uh, his shoulders were forward. Mama's dad on those platforms. Is that already? Uh, they paint, and I love watching them paint their face and reveal their drag to other people. That's what I said. Yeah. Yep. We're good. So it's the main stage day. Yep. Uh, Nikki Plesson, of course. Fred's is joke- she trying to become the next Michelle Visage? I think she She's is. Trying to become the I Dutch like her Michelle better Visage? than Fred. I actually do too, honestly. Because Fred's jokes about her are all over the map. And also, Fred can be a little a little scathing. Mean. But also, it, it I think it also has to do with the jokes in that we're reading yeah. in English as opposed to Dutch, which could be more shady rather correct. than mean. Because RuPaul teases the people that are on her her show show all the time and we're just like ah, it's funny so <laughs> michelle your boobs are fucking big <laughs> <laughs> i love that yeah exactly so um but so these are all over the board because this one was really nice but sometimes they're like like poking me yeah um and i know that rupaul always shades michelle but i'm not sure that fred and nikki are actually friends mm-hmm. i don't think they're friends in real life well not in real life. i mean michelle visage and rupaul had a show together in the 90s that's why they did rupaul's drag race which together, is why because... she can be shady to exactly you. cuz you you she's known her for now 40 fucking years like she's known her for a long period of both their lives so and only true friends know how to be shady and not shady mean. shady exactly you and me. You're just mean. I'm shady. No, okay. I'm shady. You're dumb. What? <laughs> okay, that was not shady. That was just mean. Are you sure? No. Um, no one knows. Um, so, like, what is this? What is this? <laughs> what is this friendship that you this guys? Seems like somebody is about to be stabbed. <laughs> so, and, and I don't know who. I think that we're both on the verge of that all the time. <laughs> I'm on a mental breakdown right now. I'm having a mental breakdown. I had three hours of sleep last night, so. Who, who's who's on the verge here? Well, I'm moving to Canada, so I don't know. Oh, I'm probably you. Too. What if we both move to Canada? I'm gonna put in a letter <laughs> to dear Canada, dear Justin Trudeau. No, <laughs> <laughs> no heart emoji. <laughs> uh, signed by Chris White <laughs> from you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because he sends me offers like. Oh, Chris, you can come to Canada. I'm like, no. <laughs> Sincerely, a Canadian. <laughs> um, so, and then we also have Loija Limers, who is a guest judge on the episode. Um, she's the first trans woman on the Netherlands' next top model, and she is stunning. She's gorgeous. She's beautiful. Gorgeous. Her teeth are, her teeth are gorgeous. Poignant. Poignant? Is that a good Those word for Those must teeth? be plastic, yes. because they are flawless. Girl. I thought she was or so she gorgeous. Or she got her teeth... Teeth done. Teeth well, done. She's obviously gotten her teeth done. And I was like, so beautiful. Oh um, of course, we have our favorite Dutch media personality, Rihanna Van Dorst. Um, bringing us the jokes and the gap tooth. Yeah. She's doing it. She's serving us. Um, so first up to the stage. Abby, oh my God. I hate to say it. I hope I don't sound ridiculous, but I actually really love this. I love this. <laughs> Um, and I, I'm just, there's, I'm, I'm getting a, a tension headache right now, but Abby is, I, I'm, I'm stroking what's happening here. Uh, Abby is doing a cosplay as Melina. Mm-hmm. I'm imagining, uh, basically the, uh, one of the original rosters of players from, uh, 
from Mortal, Mortal Kombat. Kombat. Yeah. Um, and his brother Victor is doing maybe Sindel or Jade. I couldn't tell because none of the girls either. have swords. She, there, no girl has swords. I think in, they were in... just doing it, and they didn't care that anyone knew. Well, Abby was one hundred percent Melina. Yeah, yeah. There was no other person she could have been. Yeah. Um, the hair was a little bit of a Sindel, um, and then. I guess Jade because of the the bodice, and or they could have made up their own kind of character. It could have been a, yeah, kind a whole of different more because if they just do Mortal Kombat with a mask on and take the mask off, like it that's makes all sense. right. It makes sense. It already makes sense for the idea of Mortal Kombat. Uh, I kind of love this. I really loved it. It is a little bit costumey, uh, but they look so good. And my gay influences jumped out, honey. <laughs> I was like, that's my character. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, the gay man that played Mortal Kombat, they were like, I'm going to play the woman. And like, you're, either and people play, like, you're either playing the woman, you're playing the woman when you're versus your brothers, but if you're playing alone versus the computer, you're going to play the, the hottest guy. Hottest guy. Hottest guy. You can be like, oh, wow. I'm gonna move. Yeah, I'm gonna play uh, sandbox mode, yeah. and I'm just gonna do this one move where it's like a, a split towards ugh. the camera. Yes, yes, uh, yeah. You play the the woman. It's like, and then they're like, "Why do you always put the girl?" And I'm like, "Oh, I just you guys she's are got always, the best moves. She's got the best. She's the strongest she's one. Duh. Like, why is that weird? I used to play Zelda. The slow, dumb character. I'm gonna pick the fastest one to kill you. Before Super Smash Brothers Raw came out, I used to play Zelda all the time. Like that was the one that was my character. I would play Zelda or Kirby. Yeah, Kirby was my favorite Kirby's one because good, I was yeah. really good at Kirby, and two, Kirby is sexually yeah, I played Zelda just because I like. Oh, Samus! I also played Samus a lot. Uh, and hated everyone, Samus. Everyone, I hated oh, Samus. Oh, I love Samus. And everyone else to, always told me, "Oh, Samus is a girl." I'm like, I knew. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's a guy. And then they pull it up for you, and you're like, "Oh, oh, oh my god! Wow. I didn't know that. So weird! I didn't know that." Yeah. Uh, and then I started playing as Sonic because I slay a Sonic. Anyways, not important. My best is still Kirby. Really? I'm the best at Kirby. That's impressive. I love that. Um, um, either way, I love it because it's the fact that, I mean, it, it rec- I, I had some, uh, fond memories, uh, brought to mind of me and my brother playing video games. And I was like, these, it's just two brothers playing video just games. Just doing the thing. Yeah. Which, well, that's a cute idea for them to go with because it's two brothers playing video games together but also now they're playing video games in real life in cosplay and in drag mm-hmm. uh i love cosplay first of all so i already was like on board on board i'm into this and i love good cosplay i understand that he's the the brother may not be playing a specific character but he's doing a character that you obviously will y- you recognize. will understand it's not a character you know but is a character that you will say okay you made your own style of character from mortal Kombat. Yeah. um i thought it was adorable i thought it was really great i gave it a great spoop here yeah it's a spoop for me too which abby that's your first one good work girl um <clears throat> Up next to the stage, Envy Peru. Yes. The beauty queen and her mother arriving in matching llamas. Super cute. Alpacas. It's a fucking llama still. They're different. Is an alpaca llama not a thing? No. They're different things. I don't care. They're different animals. It's a llama. Okay. Um, Wait, are you into this? I'm, I'm into it. Because it's super campy for Envy. Oh my god. It's new and appreciated. She's never done camp. I love the wigs. I looked up some traditional Peruvian hairstyles and saw none of this, obviously. But the braids are very typical. Um, I think it gives even more of like a fantastical look, more like Dr. Seuss-esque kind of. 
Um, Envy's mom owned the stage in only the way that a Latina can. Mm-hmm. Um, and she really showcased her mom, and I truly enjoyed it. Okay. You ready for mine? No. Uh, Jamie's I, up next. No. I hated this look so much. Um, I get the idea of trying to show your heritage and, like, by riding the alpacas. Um, but not showing off this – she's not showing off a powerful resemblance to me. Uh, I, the only resemblance that I get once they tear off, take out the alpacas is the hair. Like, I'm in the makeup, similar. but, like, no, they're not. Yes, they She's are. She's wearing a black bodysuit and, and, they're and the mom. rainbow. Envy was not rainbow. Yes, she had a, a, a rainbow, like, upper thing. She was wearing. Like a shawl. She was wearing sleeves. a black bodysuit. And a coat. Okay, but if the if she's wearing this, how are you going to judge Chelsea Boy later by saying they're not similar? I'm not doing that. Why well, some people might. I'm not yelling at you. I'm just saying that we have heard that judging already. I hated this so much. I give it a poop. Oh, yeah, that's poop. I, thought, I do have to say I agree with you with the aspect that her mom was living for the stage, and she was the best were best one out of ten people to walk in that runway tonight that actually enjoyed doing it. I will have to say that. She's the only person. But otherwise, I saw no resemblance beside wearing the same fucking wig and and wearing some alpacas. Uh, maybe it goes back to the idea that I've already put Envy in a box of being a look queen. Uh, and this was not a look that I expect. I I expect like beautiful gowns from her or something like that. And this was it was just not it for me. It was um, not it. And like you know, I love camp, but this was not the camp that I I was enjoying. I so, really liked it. No. Anyways, um, and exactly what you just said about expecting pageant is what I feel about the next one. Oh my god, I love this. So Jamie? I thought they both looked gorgeous, and wait, I loved... Wait, it's Janie Jacquet. Janie Jacquet. Yes, you didn't say it. Janie Jacquet, sorry. Uh, I thought they both looked gorgeous, and I loved their storyline. I got it, that she was... She, her mother wanted to be a pageant queen. She was the winner of the pageant, so she gave her the crown as a prize. Um, I don't think they practiced their walk together. However, I loved their outfits. I thought they were really pretty. Um, also, allowing the mom to walk in her arm wait, was wait, kind wait, of wait, a cop-out. wait, 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 wait. Are we totally the opposite here? I love Jane Jacquet's outfit. Oh my goodness. I thought it was so pretty. All right, keep going, because I got a lot to say here. Oh boy. Um, I was just saying, the, the cop-out of letting her mom walk on her arm, uh, I mean, that kind of irritated me, but otherwise, I thought they looked really gorgeous. I love the outfits. Um, the mom could have walked better in heels, but I thought she was really, really pretty. Spoop. Wow. We're, I mean, obviously this happens very often on the Our Spoopy po- Our Rupee podcast where Chris and I disagree. But when you're wrong, you you yell at me. <laughs> no. When we disagree on somebody that I like, normally, it's yeah, not something oh, yeah, that yeah. happens. The last time you yelled at me was when I told you that Jimbo looked really pretty and you got mad because you didn't like Jimbo. But... No, no, no. I like Jimbo, but she was not. She was not. Uh, she was not okay. Well, I'm telling you that I like Jane Jacquet. But you, you don't like Janie. Like, as she's not your favorite to win right now. Well, she's one of the only ones left. <laughs> My favorite to win was Cedrusheen, and she's gone. So who's your favorite to win right now? Uh, Chelsea Boy. <laughs> Janie GK is my favorite to win right now. Okay, well. <laughs> and I hate this outfit. Okay. So much. It's like a southern Christmas pageant 
with the mom and her daughter that she kind of disapproves of, but at least she's spending time with the family. Uh, there's not really anything regal about the outfits because it's supposed to be a regal outfit. It's the regal. Did you not see the last outfit? What was regal about that? That wasn't, it wasn't supposed to be regal. It's supposed to be family resemblance. And then they make their own subcategory, which is what they've done throughout the whole thing. This one is the queen mother, which is supposed to be Janie is the princess or is the the ruling queen, but the queen mother is like the 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 queen of the prince uh-huh. or the king. So there's nothing regal about this. Uh, there's from the neck up, they look stunning. Wigs, fabulous. Makeup, gorgeous. From the neck down, both of them need to change. Okay. You can't say the category is queen mother and then wear shin high hooker heels. A mini skirt with a midriff and a tube top with heels. There's nothing regal about that. There's nothing monarchical about it. Uh, Implying that your mother is royalty, should you not be dressed somewhat modestly? No? Her mother, on the other hand... Well, I got pageant out of it. They're both, like... I got kids pageant. I didn't even get pageant from it. There's nothing pageant about wearing a tube top and a mini skirt. What do you mean? That wasn't a tube top. It was a tube top. She was showing midriff, but it wasn't. It's a tube top with sleeves. Okay. There was nothing on the shoulder. Tube top. Okay. Um, her mother, on the other hand, I could be on board for, except for the rise of the skirt. It should have hit the floor, in my opinion. I think it was way too high. Um... And I get that they were probably trying to show off matching shoes, but if you're a queen mother, you should have a... a I probably even would, would have wanted a train. Mm-hmm. Um, and if we're, we're doing overkill here, I prob- I maybe a stole. I would like a stole for both of them. Um, at least her mom sold it to the judges as being like kind of... You don't know what you're doing yet. Uh, but it was a poop for me. Okay. You have no opinions. God, you're so stupid. Stupid, I have Karen. opinions, but I know if I say them, you'll yell at me. So, <laughs> what's the point of, of that? <laughs> I just think you're wrong. Well, I think you're wrong too. Okay, and I'm right. So, so then, you move on, please. Okay. Uh, next up the stage is Chelsea Boy. Um, I love this. Uh, I love this as well. I thought it was an interesting concept. It's a very cute androgynous space twins. They were giving me like 60s or 70s like alien vibes. We we're mm, like, hold on, mm-hmm. freeze. I got you. I don't know what I am, a man or a woman. You don't know either. We're just playing these characters. I got it. I got it too. Um, I, I, I've never seen the movie that they're impersonating that apparently Rian Van Dorst has seen. Yeah. Um, but it looks campy. It looks fun. Yeah. Martian women come down to earth to shoot some people up. I love the silhouettes of the outfit. Mm-hmm. Everything looks perfectly elongated. And they look like siblings. They look like twins, which mm-hmm. is good. However, they are giving me um, All Stars 5, Manila and her uh, partner vibes, um, where it was just like slightly different from each other. And basic, and so it's like it was slightly basic, but like I still loved it. See, but that's all stars. I know that's this what I'm saying. Is, this is this is this, race, and this so is like, the first season of Drag Race, exactly. So that's what like that's later. That's literally the challenge. Literally with the with the um the judging later, I was like, you guys are expecting the absolute most here, like Lord. And so like you just look similar to each other, and also give me a storyline. I'm perfectly Sold. on board here. And when the judges were like, oh, I don't get this this story or whatever, I'm like, how? 
How? I got this story more than fucking Envy or even Janie's, honestly. But, like, this was an obvious storyline that was forced in your face and down your throat. I don't understand how you're just like, I don't get it. Like, mm-hmm. what? Um, Yeah. I don't know. I loved it. It was super fun, like 60s mod. Mm-hmm. I, I really loved when they both, like, when they would sway their arms like uh-huh. that. I was like, I don't know what that's about. I get it, though. That's, like, how Aliens you, you are walk. walking. That's how aliens walk. Um, I'm not sure that it's from a movie or not, but it was a nice touch. The makeup on her friend was a little rough. like But still a, similar. A lot rough, but it's very similar, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I was on board. It's a spoop for me. I had a spoop as well. Um, and then next up to the stage, Mama Queen. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a lot of problems with this. My first question is, why is Grandma pregnant? Why is Grandma pregnant? That's that's. I don't have anything else besides that. I said, why is Grandma pregnant? It was cute and campy, but what? I don't even have spoop or poop. I just have that. <laughs> I just have a why. <laughs> uh, why? I have a why. Um, it's super basic and tacky on both accounts. Um, I really appreciate what Mama Queen's father did in bringing this one home for his kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the thing that's going on here, I mean, they're both pregnant. That's it. That's the only similarity. That's the only thing that you that have going on. That and the eye makeup are the only similarities that we've got. Um, it's gaudy. The the dress is horrifically not, gaudy. Not great. Uh, the pink coat is an atrocity. It's a war crime. Uh-huh. Uh, the worst of all, we've seen this before. How many times has Mama Queen been pregnant? Twice already. What her entrance look, and then for uh, the um, who's your queen challenge? Oh, she did. Oh, you're right. Marry Mother of Jesus. You're right. She was essentially pregnant. She had a baby. Yeah. We get it. You want to be. You want to have a kid. Yeah. You are doing pregnant again. Three times now. In the final five. Yeah. That's way too much, girl. We get the shtick of a pregnant drag queen. I agree. It's funny the first time. Mm. After the second time, it's way old. Um. Yeah, I I just couldn't get over that. And and even if you pretended for your father to have a miscarriage, which I really loved, I was not on board. I liked the camp, but beyond that, I thought it was a poop. It was a poop for me too. Uh, in Untucked, we go to uh, Envy talks about everyone being so much closer because of all of the emotions. Well, on stage, we have a little bit of a a, a super touching moment. Between oh, I didn't write anything about that. Sorry. Mama ahead. and her father for truly accepting his child and uh, being all in. The most masculine and strong thing for a father can do is to love their child mm-hmm. unconditionally. I really love that. That's um, I really love the moment between uh, Janie Jacquet and her mother. Mm-hmm. Um you know, her mother telling her that she's always been so proud of her. Mm. Um, and then between Envy Peru and her mother saying that she, her mother, I don't know. It was like a Disney moment between Envy and her mom telling her about how much she'll always love her no matter what. I, I yeah. loved all of them. Yeah. But those three were like, well, that's what I also love about this you makeover challenge. Cry. Yeah. The makeover challenge really gets you every single time when it's like a good makeover challenge. Because RuPaul's Drag Race has had some iffy ones. Um, and specifically looking at season 5, 6, and 11. Uh, because we... What? That's a lot. A lot. So specifically 5, 6, 11. Well, because 5 was the the veterans. And they literally tried to like get Jinx out by giving her the older man who couldn't walk in heels physically, could not walk in heels, um, 
And then season six, they did the the um, uh, uh, the marriage challenge with the guys that want to get married in drag. And they made that one guy who didn't want to be there go off and throw up in the corner. Uh, and then season 11, they made over drag queens from their own season. It's like, why didn't you do different people? Like, that's not great. And then Silky put fucking Sharpie markers on Soju. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Th- those are the uh. three. Those are the three that come to my mind that were ultra cringy. All the rest of them were halfway Fine. decent. Yeah, uh, and they were all emotional too. All Stars two emotional. Uh, uh, season eight emotional. I mean, we we have emotional in uh, All Stars three, All Stars four. All the makeover challenges have been like good people that have come in there and like it's been enjoyable. So. These were good people because they're family. And so when you're getting family or people who represent something to society, uh, that like, sorry, that's mean. They rep people who are notable to society and they like feel a connection to, you're going to get emotional reaction out of. And that's what you want from these things. So you get either the family connection or the social connection. And, uh, I think they did a good job for this. Um, they got us. They got us uh, feeling things, especially when they're in the back in the in the workroom. Oh my god, girl! Envy Oof. talks about everyone being closer because Oof. of the, all the emotions. Uh, Mama thanks her dad for being there uh, since we haven't had dads before. Uh, everyone, I, and I thought that there was, but there I has guess never I must been be a mistaken. dad. No, you were. I I looked it up. There have not has not been a dad on RuPaul's Drag Race. We have not done dad Except challenge. Evie Adley's dad, and he was not on the show. He was just hot. He was just yeah. That was later. Um, no, we haven't had a, like a dad's challenge, but I think it's because RuPaul like typically wants to do like a whole like set that whole a whole set like what I was saying earlier. And not everyone's dad would be like would be yes. on board exactly. So I think until she has a season where she's everyone's gotten to that point, and every, cool. yeah, everyone's dad is like, let's do it. Uh, she's not going to do it. Yeah. Uh, but also, I think she might also look at this uh, past this challenge this, and be like, "Well, maybe it's time. It's time to do it." And whoever's we'll dad comes, and then yes, and whoever's dad doesn't come, pick another father figure, <laughs> uncles, other yeah. And I'm sure they probably write those questions in their application for RuPaul's Drag Race. Like, if you have to do the end, the the uh, challenge, who do you want to bring back? Because I mean, look at Chelsea Boy. She didn't bring any family, uh, and she had her best friend. So. And you, maybe that was her choice. Exactly. I'm not sure. Exactly. Because of, from all of the pictures online, Chelsea Boy seems to have a, a good relationship with her parents. Her, her family. Uh, also, the tears where I came from this, where I got from this, were uh, Janie discussing losing her father. This is yes. where we we talked about it earlier with Rihanna Van Durst, Dorst, um, and... They weren't ready to grieve at that moment. It was not the proper time to correct. grieve. And this was, and let me tell you... Girl. Girl, I cried both times I watched it. Mm-hmm. Both times I'm gonna admit that I'm gonna freely admit that I don't ever cry. I do cry all the time. Uh, but this really got me. Yeah, I mean it. Uh, I mean it always brings things to mind about my own father. Yeah, and I love my dad. And uh, don't you cry? I'm not going to because I'm gonna move off of the topic very quickly. <laughs> uh, it it it's sad for me that some people would imagine not having that same connection connection. yeah and that's all we'll say (laughs) okay great um 
Yeah, I that and then uh, was it, no, it was Envy. Envy was like, oh, we're seeing a vul- like a vulnerable side from uh, Janie. Janie, and I agree because Janie has been a staunch bitch this a entire steel season. Steel force. The, yes, she has been a steel force, the, the staunch bitch this entire season, and like she like even her confessional, she's like, no, this is what we need, you know, fuck this, and uh, the fact that we're seeing like this, it, it reminds me of, like Alaska a little bit. Not in Alaska was a comedy queen, but. Uh, Season five, we never saw any actual emotion from her, uh, or even like Willem. Season four, when she fake cried, like to to get emotions out there. Uh, seeing actual tears from her was like seeing Alaska again in All Stars two with her breakdown. It's like, oh wow, there's emotions here, like mm-hmm. so crazy. Uh, and that vulnerability is very important for uh, the becomings of a drag queen. Mm-hmm. So. It- at least for the show. Yeah, internationally known drag queen. Because then mm. that gives you your your audience following the, a relation of, from your audience to you. So yes. there's a bonus there for you crying on the show. Yes. <laughs> uh, so who are your tops and who are your bottoms? Tops would have been... Um... Oh. I would have said Abby mm-hmm. as my top, um, and then I would have said Janie as my second top. No, Chelsea Boy as my second top. And then my bottoms would have been Envy and uh, Mama Queen. Wow. Uh, Envy and Abby were my tops. Interesting. And my bottoms were Mama and Janie. Okay. Um, Which... <sighs> Would I if you had told me that at the beginning of this challenge or the beginning of this uh, season? I would you wouldn't have said, have believed you. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, um, yeah. And then our actual winner is Abby. Omg. Uh huh. Um, which no. Yes. Actual winner. Uh huh. Was Envy Peru. Oh yeah, you're right. <gasps> Envy Peru is a winner. Mm-hmm. Fourth mm-hmm. win. Yes, 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 yes. Um, I was pissed when I saw it both times. I was like, "What the fuck am I missing?" I don't. Think I watched that it she twice to win. I think that Abby deserved to win. I think but Abby I don't think deserved that they to win. Could have given it to her and been like, "You did it, girl. You won. Good work. You shit on this whole competition, but you just did it right now." I could acknowledge the fact that Envy did not deserve to be in the bottom. Did I think that she deserved to win? Absolutely not. I think that Abby should have won. Honestly, I think that Abby should have won. Which I'm cringing. I'm a cringing saying that because the fact that she's been in the bottom four times and hasn't been sent home already is a problem. A ridiculous problem. Ridiculous problem. problem. Yes. You know who would have done really well at this? Setter Jean. Setter Jean. She would have loved to paint someone to be campy and done some campy ass, adorable, hilarious comedy shit mm-hmm. for this. And she didn't get that opportunity because Abby somehow won that lip sync. Yeah. That lip sync was boring as fuck. It was shit. Um, bottoms of the week, Chelsea and Janie. Yes. Um, Which is pairing two of one of my, two of the tops that I thought were going to be in, in the top three mm-hmm. against each other. Uh, there's recollections back to past episodes of where it's like you're, I mean, Raven and Jujubee, uh, sorry, I, I can't think of another right now, but. To where well, it's two of your favorites going against each other. Fifi versus Sharon. It was, and I'm not saying oh, that no, Fifi I was, never was really anyone. A big fan of Fifi. Yeah, 
I'm not saying that anyone was excited about that, but it's like two powerhouses going against, against each, each other. other. And that was when um, Willem got sent home instead, yeah. uh, or uh, Brooklyn and Evie Oddly against each other. Like mm-hmm. th- those are two queens that no one wanted to go. I was team Evie Oddly, you were team Brooklyn, and we were like, "What the fuck is happening here?" And there's a double save. So yeah. I sort of like. And also on top of that, going further, when we get to the lip sync. Janie and Chelsea start lip syncing, and even though Chelsea Boy loses her loses her wig, this is the most energetic energetic lip sync we've gotten from Holland Star Grace this entire yes. fucking season. That's true. It's this true. is my favorite lip sync. Even though Chelsea Boy lost her wig, I don't fucking care. They are enjoying this. They are serving to us, and this is the most energy I've seen from any of the queens that have been on this fucking stage since any of these lip syncs. So I, yes, I would agree. But so. I mean, the lip sync was definitely made for Janie Jacquet in that Correct. outfit. Correct. That outfit, she was, like, sitting there, like, giving us Dolly Parton. She doing line dancing for us. Mm-hmm. Um, nine to five, I love one of my favorite, favorite songs. songs. Favorite song. Uh, Janie with the reveal and the square dance moves, fabulous. Chelsea Boy doing camp, but the outfit just won't seem to let her. It wouldn't. Did you didn't get, work. Did you, get the, did you get that reference? No. Doing nine to five, but the ju- the boss just won't seem to let me. Oh, Chelsea Boyd tried doing camp, but the uh, outfit just wouldn't seem to let her. Now I get it. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank, thank you. you. More laughter, please. <laughs> A little bit longer. <laughs> okay, that's enough. Stop. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's just so disappointing to see a queen that's done so well, which we've saw we saw the last episode. See a queen that's done so. I mean, Chelsea Boy goes home. Yeah, Chelsea Boy is not saved. It's you've so, watched this episode already. You should have. Yes, it's so disheartening to see a queen that's done so well throughout the competition that's bringing something that nobody's doing, mm-hmm. going home because it just was not their week. And yeah. it's not even their. It's not even not their week. It's just that there was other queens doing more. Yeah, and. That's not. I don't even find that true, <laughs> because as we saw with our critiques, we thought that Chelsea Boy did better than other people. Yes, like, Mama Queen got a pass. She I got think, a because pass because so her dad came on. Oh my god! And is that something that I would? I definitely would not want want to send someone home that for what they did because their dad is there that doesn't make you a better queen it does not make you a better queen you are the queen in the competition but it's tv i know but i mean you look at fucking all stars uh four whenever manila luzon was on there and she made this whole plea about her her uh or this whole story about having her husband on there especially after her previous fiance died like there was so many like stories that came from manila needing to be on the show still she got eliminated so but that's i mean it's all-star so it's what it's 13 season in yeah this one is like the first one i know i know which may be some uh dutch people's first uh uh, exposure to a drag race on televised drag race um so they're obviously going to have harsher feelings than towards a come again Drag come a third time drag, drag race queen, competition. Yeah. Um, so I don't know, but I was still just like, that's not enough. It is not enough. Well, the fact I just kept on dwelling on the fact that Abby, oh my god, should have been eliminated. Should, last he's even week. there. Yeah. 
So that that's what irritated. And like, I loved her outfit, and I'll give her props for that. But the fact that she's even there irritates the fuck out of me because mm-hmm. Cedrine should have um, stayed there longer than she did. Because Cedrine had been doing so well, been on the top slash safe the entire time, and Abby, had, oh my god, had been she had in never the bottom. been like bottom safe. She'd always been top safe. Top safe, exactly. Abby was always bottom, bottom safe, safe or, or bottom. bottom. Exactly. So that's not an achievement, girl. You should have been eliminated, and that's – I don't know. Yeah. That irritate. That's what I keep dwelling on, and Me- I feel like that could have changed things. And if Cedrigine was in the in this challenge and Chelsea Boy or Janie got eliminated or even Cedrigine in this challenge, I would have said, you know what? These are that's five fair. great queens that have done very well. But Abby, oh my god, has not done well. Just and- shit. The whole competition – and it irritates me the fact that she's in the top four now. Like, and mm-hmm. that's why giving her the 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 review that I gave on this episode was like, fuck. Like, I'm trying to give this biased review, but I fucking hate you. Like, or I don't hate. Sorry, I don't hate any drag queen, but no. I dislike you this season. It's just that that it's just been so inconsistent. Correct. That you're going to bring a queen that's done so poorly. All the way through. To the top Completely all the way through. To the top four. And what I have a fear of is that she's going to make it to the top three somehow. And I don't want that. Well, I'm already so far gone with it that if she's made it this far, if she makes it to the top top three, then you chose your winner five episodes ago. Exactly. And none of this matters at all. And And why are you you stringing us along to make us believe that somebody has a chance when you've already decided? If you're going to decide that Abby, oh my gosh, is somehow going to win after all this and be like, look, even the underdog can do it too. No, Canada's Drag Race already did that. (laughs) They already made the underdog what people believed was the underdog because Priyanka won challenges, but she also, like, she, she had the both spectrum and then won overall. And people thought that Rita Bagger was going to be the winner, but Priyanka won. Uh, but... Who knows? But Abby, oh my gosh, has not won anything, has not done well on anything. This is the only challenge she's she's done a semblance of mediocre. And so, like, that makes me makes me think. It's not a semblance of mediocre. I thought it was very good. It was good. You're right. I'm sorry. Um, but it was definitely not uh, expected or, I mean, it shouldn't have been an issue for her to be able to win this one. Because she shouldn't have been there. And, I mean, it's obviously – it could be something where they're saying, you know, she's bringing the drama that people want. Keep her on. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what I think next week, as I saw in the previews, they're going to ask the question, who do we send home tonight and why? And I'm thinking there's going to be some NB Peru versus Abby and My God drama. Uh, and I think it's what they kept them to get to the end to see, oh, I wouldn't doubt they try and put Envy and Abby and my God together against each, other. against each other somehow just to cause some drama. So in my mind, there's only two outcomes for this drag race now. Um, and I could be wrong. Obviously, I can be wrong because we never know until we get the final result. Uh-huh. But there's only two people that have done well enough in this competition to win that are still currently involved, and it's Envy and Janie. Correct. There should be no other winner but Envy and Janie. Correct. And if it's either Envy or Janie, I'll be okay with either. Mm-hmm. I would prefer it to be Janie just because I like Janie. Envy's but I'm okay with Envy, yeah. I bet I'd be 100% okay with Envy. Yeah. Um, but if Envy's it's very Mama deserving. Queen or yeah. if it's Abby OMG, the thing's rigged. Yeah. Mama. I'd even be slightly okay with a mama queen wing win but if 
Abby, oh my God, wins, I'll be like, bitch, what the fuck show did I just watch? Yeah, I spent I spent eight weeks yeah, watching this show. Exactly. And for reviewing a disappointing it result. And look, where that watching, nobody will think is valid. Watching it twice and and reviewing it every single week, I'd be like, Mama, Mama, what is this? Like, I I would even slightly accept a Mama Queen win. But I definitely would say Envy Peru and Jane UK. Like, those are the ones who deserve Only two win. options. Those are the only, only two, two options. options. Yeah. I agree. Wow. Um, feisty. Here we are. Baby. That's what we uh, do, bitch. Well, that's the sixth episode, or is it seventh? Sixth. Sixth episode of Drag Race Holland. Yes. Um, hope We're you guys stay tuned. We only got two episodes left. Two episodes, yeah. So stay tuned. We... And then we'll do an episode of... Uh... Dragula. Since a Dragula. We're, we're late now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought it was supposed to be like a thing, and it was like, oh, it'll be okay if we like wait Start a couple late, episodes. But it is. It's just one thing ongoing. But we'll do it, even though it's not in spooky season anymore. But whatever, spooky season's all year long for us. Okay. Hey, we live in Halloween. Oh yeah. Um, my favorite language is Latin because uh-huh. it's the de- the language that the devil was like, you know what? That's my shit. I'm gonna learn that. I'm gonna speak that. Yeah. Um. So. Stay tuned. We got a lot to say. Obviously. Uh, we, we we have a lot. A lot to say. To say. How long is this episode? Um, an hour as long as normal, actually. It's an hour and 45 minutes so far. Oh, wait. How long are episodes normally? Two hours. We're coming up on there. Okay. <laughs> um, make sure you always listen to our uh, parents... Uh, great aunts. The uh, ones that birthed us, but we yeah, slightly they were in look the, at. They were in the will, but all they got was like. Oh uh, my God. Imagine doing like a, a free birth in like a muddy lake. A That's muddy, what it is. Yes, yes, yes. Because immediately vaccinations. Uh-huh. Uh, the crocodile took it for like 12 and a half minutes and like drowned it, but then it was not dead when they Just got it. Just a hot minute. Yeah. Uh, that podcast is our spoopy podcast. podcast. Our spoopy podcast brings you the the gayest and greatest of the no, no, no. deadliest and murderiest. No, no, no. No gays. Just us being gay and the murders being people. Yeah. Us being super gay, uh, talking about dead stuff. Uh, aliens. Aliens. Too, sometimes. Ghosts. Natural disasters. Nat- oh, I forgot. About- oh, I have such a good natural disaster. Urban legends. After, after spoopy month, which is, we're done this week, so next yeah. week. I have a good one for you. And that's the end of hurricane season. So you don't want to be scared <laughs> until next month and next year. That the the hurricane season is going to extend from February to February. February yes. <laughs> Come on, global warming. Um, you can check them out at our spoopy podcast at our spoopy podcast.com. Our spoopy podcast on Instagram, our spoopy on Twitter and our spoop on Facebook. Always drop them a line at our spoopy podcast at gmail.com absolutely i respond to all of my followers on instagram and twitter and spencer um i'm no busy emails. right now for you talking <laughs> because i have to talk about let's talk about gay stuff because uh-huh. let's talk about gay stuff is doing it to it uh-huh. they are telling you about all of the lgbtq history herstory herstory they story uh, whatever you want the, girl the story they've got it every letter uh fully realized and they will tell you about it mama uh, oh yes so we celebrated with them with uh their coming out day and let me tell you that was a lot of fun uh hearing dusty's coming out story as well as hearing uh all about the inner workings of let's talk about gay stuff they are 
uh, a fantastic crew that brings us uh, so much important information for the gay youths out there. Youths. Uh, and also for any person, any person, honestly, that's looking to understand Listen, uh, gay everybody history. needs to know about LGBTQ history because it's what? Everyone's history. Beca- and also, it's not taught in fucking schools. People don't know about LGBTQ history because they're like, find that in a well, textbook. you guys threw a brick at a wall one time. That's what you got. Barely. Like, barely. Barely. If you get that. So let's talk about gay stuff. Talks about it every single week. That There's three people that are three important facts about someone, something, somewhere that has been a thing. That week, at some point in history, there's so much gay history out there that you would be amazed, girl. Mm-hmm. Amazed. You can always find them at Let's Talk About Gay Stuff on Facebook and Instagram and mm-hmm. Talk Gay Stuff on Twitter. Find them at let's talk about gay stuff at gmail.com and always find them on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, whatever you liked for your you listening, listening uh, preferences. Um, of course, AIDS Foundation Houston. Thank is our hosting, sponsor, bitch. They're hosting our annual World AIDS Day luncheon on December the 1st. However, this year things will be a little different. For 2020, World AIDS Day will be a virtual experience. AFH was founded in 1982 and has continued to serve the evolving needs of those living with and affected by HIV and AIDS in the community. AFH's World AIDS Day Luncheon was the finalist for the best fundraising event in the cities by Outsmart's 2020 Gayest and Greatest. On December 1st, the event will be hosted live by Ernie Manus from Be Design. The show will include celebrity cameos and interviews. Pop-ins by AFH staff and board, Mayor Sylvester Turner, Judge Lena Hildago, client and community testimonials, award honorees, drag and music performances, and so much more. We are proud to be media partners and hope that you will join us in the fight to end HIV epidemic in Houston by supporting World AIDS Day 2020, a virtual event. Access to the event starts at just $5 and underwriting opportunities start at $500. Please visit worldaidsdayhouston.org to learn more. I'd also like to thank our uh, beautiful sponsor. The Economy OG Works. one? The OG sponsor that's been here week after week for 76 weeks of our RSVP podcast and less than that for our Ruby podcast since we've been doing that since mm-hmm. August of last year. They are um, the real one. They are the, the OG. Uh, hey, Spencer. Hey. Are you a small business owner trying to do it all? Actually, yes. Take marketing, for example. Nowadays, your business has to have a Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn account. Who has time to take pictures, write posts, and get them posted online, let alone like, comment, share, and respond to followers? Don't worry. EconomyWorks is here to help. Let the EconomyWorks Talent Network help you do marketing so you can grow your business. EconomyWorks, when we work, the the economy economy works. works! Find out more at economyworks.com. That's E-C-O-N-O-M-I-W-O-R-K-S dot com. Economyworks. Yum. Yum. I love that. Wow. Wow. We did that. I love the fact that we still, week after week, we have... A podcast that is double the amount of the show that it's reviewing. triple, because they're only 45-minute episodes. So the fact Ah. that, that we talk for two and a half hours about... 
in an episode. Well, listen, okay. So the review, I mean, the 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 intro is ten minutes of us talking. Ten to fifteen to twenty minutes of us talking about nothing. Uh huh. No, it's talking about us. We're introducing the we're introducing the gals. Okay, the dolls, the dolls. So and then what? Five minutes of commercials. Not even that. So two minutes. We're looking at. 25 minutes. We'll say 25 – a half an hour. Because <laughs> sometimes we get on some tangents later on that just – like today, I talked for 10 minutes about my terrible dates, and you guys had to listen to that. So, And we were all cringing. Uh, and then <laughs> – so that's – They're like, oh, date with Chris. Ooh, 35 minutes. Thing. Yeah. So it's an hour and 25 minutes for a 45-minute yeah. show. Yeah. But then we have commercial at the end. Okay, so total maybe like five minutes, 10 minutes. I don't know. How so there's about five minutes about talking about drag on this podcast, mm-hmm. and the rest is just – bullshit garbage garbage it's just gays just yelling about things yeah yeah, yeah. but that's our review podcast you signed up for this i did but also we did and also they did everyone talked about this you were at the meetings we gave you the agenda yeah so get used to it you know what that's not our that's that's not ours that's our agenda get used to it no No, we're not in our Our tagline is get get ruby with it 